Welcome to your Monday edition of Transformation Radio. of scripture today will take place in the New Testament from the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 14 through chapter 11 verse 12. We'll see that we must take God's great message of salvation to others so they can respond to the good news. How will your loved ones and neighbors hear it unless somebody tells them? Is God calling you to take a part in making his message known in your community? Think of one person who needs to hear the good news. And then think of something you can do to help him or her hear it. And then take that step as soon as possible. 
We'll read about the fact that many Jews who looked for the Messiah refused to believe in him when he came. God offered his salvation to the Gentiles, which means them that are no people. They're also referred to as foolish nation. Thus many Gentiles, who didn't even know about a Messiah, found and believed in him. There were some so-called religious people that are spiritually blind, while those who have never been in a church are sometimes the most responsive to God's message. Because appearances are deceiving, and we really cannot see into people's hearts, beware of judging beforehand who will respond to the gospel and who will not. As we read on in this chapter, we'll see that uh, Paul points out that not all Jews have rejected God's message of salvation. Paul himself, after all, was a Jew, and so were Jesus' disciples and nearly all of the early Christian missionaries. God chose the Jews. The uh, word Jews meaning his people, which he foreknew to be the people through whom the rest of the world could find salvation. But this did not mean the entire Jewish nation would be saved. Only those who were faithful to God were considered true Jews. We're saved through faith in Christ, not because we're part of a nation or even part of a religion or family. On what are you depending for your salvation? Well, let me ask you a question. Do you think it's easier for God to love you when you're good? Do you secretly suspect God chose you because you deserved it? Do you think some people's behavior is so bad that God couldn't possibly save them? If you ever think this way, you don't entirely understand that salvation is a free gift. It cannot be earned, in whole or in part. It can only be accepted with thankfulness and praise. All right, uh, as we get into the seventh verse of chapter 11 today, we'll see that the rest were blinded. That was God's punishment for their sin. It was a confirmation of their own stubbornness. As judgment, he removed their ability to see and repent. Thus, they would experience the consequences of their rebellion. Paul had a vision for a church where all Jews and Gentiles would be united in their love of God and in obedience to Christ. God chose the Jews just as he chose the Christians, and he's still working to unite Jew and Gentile in a new Israel, a new Jerusalem, ruled by his Son. All right, with that, let's begin today's reading here in the New Testament. July 27th, the New Testament, Romans chapter 10, verse 14, through chapter 11, verse 12. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news! But not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. But I ask, have the people of Israel actually heard the message? Yes, they have. The message has gone throughout the earth, and the words to all the world. But I ask, did the people of Israel really understand? Yes, they did. For even in the time of Moses, God said, I will rouse your jealousy through people who are not even a nation. 
I will provoke your anger through the foolish Gentiles. And later, Isaiah spoke boldly for God, saying, I was found by people who were not looking for me. I showed myself to those who were not asking for me. But regarding Israel, God said, All day long I opened my arms to them, but they were disobedient and rebellious. I ask then, Has God rejected His own people, the nation of Israel? Of course not. I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, and a member of the tribe of Benjamin. No, God has not rejected His own people, whom He chose from the very beginning. Do you realize what the Scriptures say about this? Elijah the prophet complained to God about the people of Israel and said, Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. And do you remember God's reply? He said, No, I have seven thousand others who have never bowed down to Baal. It is the same today. For a few of the people of Israel have remained faithful because of God's grace, His undeserved kindness in choosing them. And since it is through God's kindness, then it is not by their good works. For in that case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. So this is the situation. Most of the people of Israel have not found the favor of God they are looking for so earnestly. A few have, the ones God has chosen. But the hearts of the rest were hardened. As the scriptures say, God has put them into a deep sleep. To this day, He has shut their eyes so they do not see, and closed their ears so they do not hear. Likewise, David said, Let their bountiful table become a snare, a trap that makes them think all is well. Let their blessings cause them to stumble, and let them get what they deserve. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see, and their backs be bent forever. Did God's people stumble and fall beyond recovery? Of course not. They were disobedient, so God made salvation available to the Gentiles. But He wanted His own people to become jealous and claim it for themselves. Now if the Gentiles were enriched because the people of Israel turned down God's offer of salvation, think how much greater a blessing the world will share when they finally accept it. Our reading in the book of Psalms for today is from chapter 21, verses 1 through 13. We'll see that David described all that he had as gifts from God, his heart's desire, prosperity, a golden crown, long life, honor and majesty, eternal blessings, gladness, all that. He gave all the credit to God. We too must look upon all we have, position, family, wealth, talent, as gifts from God. Only then will we use them to give glory back to Him. Now because David trusted in God, we'll see that God would not let others remove Him from the throne. When we trust in God, we have permanence and stability. We may lose a great deal, families, jobs, material possessions, whatever, but we cannot be moved out of God's favor. He will be our foundation of solid rock. He will never leave us or desert us. We'll see as we read here in Psalms today that a good leader trusts God and depends upon His steadfast love. 
Too often, leaders trust in their own cleverness, popular support, or the God, so-called, of military power. But you know what? God is above all these gods. Have you aspired to leadership, especially spiritual leadership? Keep the Lord God at the center of your life and depend on Him. His wisdom is the best strength that you can have. We'll also read today here in Psalms that when you see people getting away with evil, remember that they will not succeed forever. Their power is only temporary, and God's very presence would send them scattering in a moment. God, according to His plan and purposes, will intervene for His people and give the wicked the judgment they deserve. We're not to judge them. God will do the judging. We should not be dismayed, however, when we see the temporary advantage God's enemies might have. And now, our reading today in the book of Psalms. And now from the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 21, verses 1 through 13, for the choir director, a Psalm of David. How the king rejoices in your strength, O Lord! He shouts with joy because you give him victory, for you have given him his heart's desire. You have withheld nothing he requested. Interlude You welcomed him back with success and prosperity. You placed a crown of finest gold on his head. He asked you to preserve his life, and you granted his request. The days of his life stretch on forever. Your victory brings him great honor, and you have clothed him with splendor and majesty. You have endowed him with eternal blessings, and given him the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord. The unfailing love of the Most High will keep him from stumbling. You will capture all your enemies. Your strong right hand will seize all who hate you. You will throw them in a flaming furnace when you appear. The Lord will consume them in His anger. Fire will devour them. You will wipe their children from the face of the earth. They will never have descendants. Although they plot against you, their evil schemes will never succeed for they will turn and run when they see your arrows aimed at them. Rise up, O Lord, in all your power. With music and singing we celebrate your mighty acts. Proverbs chapter 20, verses 4 through 6. Those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at the harvest. Though good advice lies deep within the heart, a person with understanding will draw it out. Many will say they're loyal friends, but who can find one who is truly reliable? So tired of trying, tired of trying. 
something inside you see I'm just an empty shell oh my old self can you replace the brokenness with your love can you refill my void soul with something that's above myself something just to fill this empty shell as a new beginning for me Empty page to create a new life story But I don't know how to begin again I fall back on the same old lines Ideas can't flow from head to pen Makes me wonder why, just why I'm just an empty shell of my old self. Can you replace the brokenness with your love? Can you refill my void soul with something that's above myself? Something just to fill. With your love Not an empty shell Of my old self Cause you've replaced my brokenness With your love desire in the heart for anything good is God's proof to you sent beforehand to indicate that it's yours already. So the desire you have, that itch that you have to be whatever it is you want to be, in front of the camera, on, on the stage, behind the stage, that itch, that desire for good is God's proof to you sent already to indicate that it's yours. You already have it. Claim it. Understand this. Understand this also. You have these dreams. And as Kenny said, dreams without goals remain dreams. Just dreams. And ultimately fuel disappointment. Dreams without goals, yearly goals, life goals, daily goals, monthly goals, hourly goals, minute-by-minute goals. Dreams without goals are just dreams, and they ultimately fuel disappointment. Goals on the road to achievement cannot be achieved without discipline and consistency. Hmm. You understand? Between goals and achievement, 
are discipline and consistency. I pray that you all put your shoes way under the bed at night so that you got to get on your knees in the morning. <laughs> and while you're down there, thank God for grace.
Thank you for listening to Transformation Radio.